You are listening to the Federal Employee Benefit Coordinators Podcast with President and Founder Elizabeth Inman and co-host Kim Spence-Mullen. This podcast provides a variety of topics that affect you as a federal employee. Our mission at Federal Employee Benefit Coordinators is to get to know you and understand your needs, wants, and long-term goals. Now, let's join Elizabeth and Kim. Thank you for joining us, friends, and welcome to the Federal Employee Benefit Coordinators podcast. My name is Kim, and I am thrilled today because you are in for a treat. One of my favorite storytellers is here, and I say that because I know we're talking about federal employees, but Elizabeth Inman has so many great stories to go along with federal employees because of her history of being in the Postal Service. And I'm going to let her tell all the stories. I'm not going to jump the gun here. But I love to hear her share her history and her background. And so this is our very first podcast um, for the Federal Employee Benefit Coordinators. So I want to start from the very beginning. Now, Elizabeth is the president and founder of the company, based in Tulsa, Oklahoma, with offices in Minneapolis as well. But if you are under the sound of our voice in the United States, then Federal Employee Benefit Coordinators can serve you. And that's what I love, is that everybody that's listening to us today in the United States, Elizabeth, has the opportunity to get the help that they need. And I'm really looking forward to um, you sharing your 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 life story, really, because I said president and founder. So this was a company that you founded. And let's just jump in and talk a little bit about how you got started with in the financial industry and um, helping people in this way. Well, Kim, I'm so excited to be here with you. And for those of you that's not ever heard of Miss Kim or myself, <laughs> what you don't realize is that of all the stories that I tell, Kim can probably repeat back most of them <laughs> because bless her heart through our friendship and through the years, she's definitely heard lots of them. True. <laughs> <laughs> so I love setting in her presence, and I think that she's got one of the top uh, podcasts in the country today, and I'm very honored and privileged to be sitting here in front of this microphone with you today, Miss Kim, because oh, you know I highly admire your work and listen to your work and read your work all the time. And so what a privilege it is to be here with you today. And I love talking about my time with the Federal Service. I love it. I, I will never forget the day that I got notified that I was getting hired at the United States Postal Service. I had two small babies at home. We were at a uh, Halloween festival um, the day the phone call came. And I am telling you, if you can remember back to Mm -hmm. that day when you got that phone call about your career, that's the day I had. And it was like, oh, my gosh, I just got my dream job. I now have a career with endless opportunities in front of me because I knew the sky was the limit. Mm -hmm. I mean, back then, the organization was 800,000 strong. That's a lot. That means there's a lot of room for upward mobility. And on my very first day of work, Kim, I know you laugh every time I tell this story, but on my very first day at work, I walked into my postmaster's office and said, 
how do I get promoted? <laughs> and I thought he was going to roll on the floor laughing so hard. I love it. And he said, well, you got to be here 10 years, first of all. And I very seriously looked at him, Kim, and said, I won't be here in 10 years if I don't get promoted before then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, our youth and how invincible we think mm, we are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's it. how it got started. And I did indeed get promoted very quickly. My first uh, uh, my first higher level position, I was um, given a detail to in eight months. And then 14 months later, I had my first promotion under my belt. Wow. And then in less than 10 years, I had moved my way all the way up to a level 22 and had about 200 employees underneath me. And then before I retired, I'd worked all the way up to a level 26. And at the time I was there, I had over 1,600 employees underneath me. And then there was a time when I had 160 different postmasters that reported to me. So it was a wonderful career. Mm. And Kim, you know, if you've been around me at all, you know this about me. From the day I was hired Mm -hmm. until the very day I retired, I loved my job. Mm -hmm. I loved my job. And so when I went through that retirement process, and quickly discovered how much I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was busy getting promoted. Yeah. I was busy doing my job. I was busy doing the job that I loved. Who has time to research and figure out what you got to do to retire? <laughs> so, I mean, I, I didn't know what I didn't know. Sure. And I didn't know what I didn't know until it was time to fill out the paperwork. And I realized I was in over my head. So if you can imagine sitting at your kitchen table, and you've got all of the papers in front of you, and you're going to fill those papers out, and every decision you make is going to affect the rest of you, not just your life, but mm-hmm. your family's life. Mm-hmm. And the, the, you know, the impact of what was in front of me knowing I wasn't prepared properly is what literally launched me into creating federal employee benefit coordinators and starting this company that I've been doing for almost 12 years now. Wow. You know, federal employees are a very special group. They are. And that is, I know you, because, of course, working there, you hold a special love in your heart for the federal employee. But that is not the only reason, because you know the feeling of sitting at the table, like you said, with all the paperwork and sitting there. But for for those of us who've never never been a federal employee, we might think, well, surely you were given a liaison or somebody that helped you through the process, I mean, as you were going to be making these important decisions, right? Well, I know, Kim, you've already pre-warned me that doing these podcasts, there's going to be these moments when I know I'm going to date myself. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to, without being just bold, I'm going to date myself and people are going to pretty well figure out how old I am, which, (laughs) by the way, it doesn't bother me at all. Mm -hmm. I am 62, by the way. Um, but anyway, I'm dating myself because I actually was hired in at a time when they literally did have a person, a retirement specialist mm-hmm. that was assigned to help you through the process. And they, they literally did a training class on it mm-hmm. and helped you fill out the paperwork. Mm-hmm. But boy, by the time I exited, by the time I retired, that's no longer the case. The Postal Service itself contracted out their human resources department to a group called Shared Services out of mm-hmm. Greensboro, North Carolina. And then all the other federal agencies have all downsized. Some of them also has contracted out their human resource departments. All of them have centralized. So it's no longer that you've got a retirement specialist inside your agency 
where you work, but you're going to have to go to somebody that's in a, a department somewhere else, possibly in a different state altogether. Mm-hmm. And even then, they don't train them the way they used to train the old retirement specialists. So it's difficult at best to get information that's needed and necessary to pr- properly prepare yourself for retirement, unless you just happen to be one of those types that research is your thing and you've got hours and hours of time on your hand and you can dig, dig, dig into the internet and you can find resources that you need. It is there. It is available. Mm-hmm. But have you ever been on the opm.gov website? Mm. Woo! Those who have probably uh, shudder when they when they heard that. <laughs> and it, because sometimes it's not that you don't have the time, it's that I don't want to spend that time. I need somebody, I need a liaison, I need a helper, an advocate to walk with me through this process. And that is what you do at Federal Employee Benefit Coordinators. This is. is about really taking the hand of that person that walks in your office or gives you a call because you were there. You know exactly what that feels like. Well, I do. I know exactly what it feels like. And I love that term advocate. I chose to call us Federal Employee Benefit Coordinators because there are so many things you have to coordinate. Mm. So yes, we act as an advocate for all federal employees, postal employees, which by the way, there's a difference even there. Postal employees operate under a system that is their postal service uh, system and uh, federal employees operate solely under the opm.gov guidelines, Um, but they're both federal and they both have the same type benefits and the same kind of things happen to them once they retire with those benefits. So a coordinator implies that I'm here to coordinate your ability to learn and be educated about your benefits while you're working, mm-hmm. and how do you coordinate those in such a way that they work the best for you at retirement? And then moving into retirement, how do I coordinate those benefits, and how does it work with things like health insurance? How does it work with Social Security? How does it work with Medicare? How does it work with investments? How does it work with a, a number of things? I I call it the retirement puzzle, Kim. Mm-hmm. It's like even when we're in, I was 26 years old when I got hired. So even at 26, what I didn't know at 26 is looming up in front of me is this great big giant puzzle called the retirement puzzle. Mm. And I was literally, at the time I filled out my paperwork in my orientation, I was starting to put the pieces in place of what was going to fit inside my retirement puzzle Fast forward at the end of my career when I retired. So even the decisions brand new people coming on board are making affects what's going to happen to them and how they'll be covered or not covered with certain benefits when they retire. Now more than ever. Now more than ever. Mm-hmm. And you were, we've reached a place that attrition and downsizing has impacted the federal employees and the postal employees, Mm -hmm. that there's a big push right now to hire more and more. You know, one of the areas that we specialize in in is newly hired VA doctors, Mm -hmm. because they don't understand how, once again, that big retirement puzzle is up in front of them, Mm -hmm. and the paperwork they fill out and how they fill it out is going to have a huge impact on their retirement. Uh, same thing with any of the other employees. When they hire on in orientation, they're they're told what selections they have to make, what benefits they're going to pick out. But what they don't tell them is how that fits into the retirement puzzle and gotcha. how it's going to affect them at the end of their 
career. That's the value of, again, having the coordinator to walk with you through it now as you are in your job right now. So someone says, okay, well, I'm listening. I, I can tell that Elizabeth has the heart for what I'm doing and to help me, but I've already been working here 10 years. Is it too late for me to really figure out more pieces of my puzzle. Oh, girl, it's never too late. (laughs) I mean, I'm excited. I really honestly hadn't even thought about this part of the podcast, Kim, when when you and I sat down at the table today, Mm -hmm. that I was going to get an opportunity potentially for new hires to hear about the decisions they need to make, that I would get an opportunity to speak into those folks that has 10 years. You know, most of the time I end up talking with people that's maybe a year out Maybe, I mean, occasionally I talk to somebody that's actually planning five years out. Oh, my, that would plan five years in advance for retirement Mm -hmm. when we really should be making our plans starting the day we're hired. Mm. So it's never too late. It's never too late. And there's always um, adjustments and alterations to our benefits that can take place. You know, right now we're in open season on the health insurance. Mm -hmm. And federal and postal employees can make a new decision about their health insurance every year during open season. Well, occasionally when there's a change made, um, normally with like the longevity tables with life insurance, they do uh, open season for life insurance that you can make changes to life insurance. And I am here to tell you, Kim, anybody that works for the federal government or the postal service that gets an opportunity to participate in the life insurance open season Mm -hmm very different from the health insurance open season, needs to talk to a coordinator and see what options that they should make sure they've got in place getting ready for retirement. And you do that even 10 years in, five years in, the day you get hired, all the way up to the week before you retire. It's never too late to position yourself better for a greater success in retirement than what you would have if you don't position yourself properly, if you don't start putting the right pieces of the puzzle in. If you hear that little nudge telling you, you know, I should probably give them a call, that is that nudge is telling you it's time to do it. So let me give you the phone number because there's a toll-free number to contact Federal Employee Benefit Coordinators. Now, Elizabeth is the president and founder of the company, and this team will definitely be ready to serve you. And you can call them today, anywhere in the United States they can serve you, by the way. 833-693-3388. 833-693-3388 is the phone number to call. We want you to be able to understand that this is um, this is one of those moments, Elizabeth, where sometimes people, you know, they, like I said, it's kind of that, like, I just happened to turn this podcast on and, the, and I just happened to be hearing Elizabeth Inman talking about retirement. And this is something I've been thinking about now is the time. That's right. That's right. And you know, really technically, Kim, we have federal employees that work in other countries. Mm -hmm. So you might be in another country, but Mm -hmm. you're employed by the United States federal 
government or the United States Postal Service. The Postal Service have employees that's international as well. And everything we're talking about still applies if you are an employee of the federal government or postal service. So it's it's never too soon. No matter where you're based. No matter where you're based. Never too soon, never too late to get an education. And that's truly what we offer right up front is an education about your benefits. It is strategic and on purpose that we're called Federal Employee Benefit Coordinators. I love that. Never too soon, never too late. Call them today, 1-833-693-3388. You can go online to febcnow.com. Hear that word now? FEBCnow.com or 833-693-3388. Well, we have more stories to share. It's going to come up on the next podcast with Elizabeth Inman, who's the president and founder of Federal Employee Benefit Coordinators. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for joining us today. At Federal Employee Benefit Coordinators, we want to help you develop, implement, and monitor a strategy that's designed to address your individual situation. Call us at 833-693-3388 or on the web at febcnow.com.